I'm Anton Oppolzer, psychiatrist and psychoanalyst, formerly um, head of the Tavistock uh, Centre in London and at present working as an organisational consultant. Well, I think the, the, the matter of compassion in medical care, and I think calling it compassion, is a new angle and throws a new light on it. And I think it's very welcome that that should have happened now. I've always seen it from the other side, which is the lack of compassion and how, uh, in a sense, detrimental the lack of compassion is both for the patients who then feel uncared for, unthought about, rejected, etc. And there's evidence that that state of mind in them also has quite concrete effects, like it uh, slows down their healing, their compliance with medication, and so on. And therefore, it also costs more money for the health service. But equally, the lack of compassion um, for the staff is really problematic because it causes the staff to become more and more defended. And the more defended you are, the more you are at risk of burnout. And I think the interesting thing about then falling into a state of mind which is problematic doesn't only affect you, it affects your relationship with the team, um, which is then again bad for teamwork, but it also is something you take home, so that you're unlikely to be completely in touch uh, at work and compassionate and then come home and be different or vice versa so that um, the lack of compassion and the stress is then also brought home and somebody even described in detail how the family dog could recognize pressure as the member of staff went home and ran for the bushes um, so it needs to be seen as a systemic problem both organizationally and personally I don't think there's a complete lack of compassion. I think there's a starting point in one's professional career in which one perhaps tentatively tries to negotiate compassion. The difficulty is by the time you start your professional career, you've had your, your medical training or your training whatever, and a lot of that training doesn't take into account the emotional uh, effects of dealing with people uh, in pain, in discomfort, in distress, in uh, insanity, etc. So that, as a doctor, but it also happens with psychologists and nurses, you've had uh, four, five, six years of learning to turn a blind eye to the human relations aspect. There's very little training in that area. If you then have any residual compassion after having it knocked out of you by your training, you might try and have relationships with your patients and then generally find that the system overall is such that that type of uh, warmth, compassion, relationship is somehow seen as unprofessional. So it's, it's as if you come in and say, well, here we don't do that sort of thing. And in a sense, the traditional doctor's white coat is a sort of a distancing yourself from the patient, just as, say, the judge's wig is. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a form of dressing up in order to say, I'm not here as a human being, I'm here as somebody in a role. And of course, it's right that people should be there in a role and have clear boundaries, 
But if, in fact, the human interaction is lost, it is detrimental, as I mentioned previously, both for the patient, the team, and the, and the member of staff. Mm. Well, I think if we start on the, on the basis of reality as opposed to what would be nice or kind or good, if we start on the basis of reality, we, we, when we're talking about money, which uh, you know is is a, a central plank of health service thinking, that if you actually look at the effects of mishandling this matter of human relationships and compassion in the health service, on the one hand we're talking about clear evidence that it costs more money to have uh, unhappy. Um, non-conforming, non-complying patients in terms of uh, higher infection rates, not taking the medication, relapses, returns, etc. It costs more money. In terms of staff effects, it costs more money too. We're talking about staff illness, we're talking about staff being on stress, we're talking about teams functioning poorly and massive litigation hours and hours and hours being taken up by HR departments trying to sort of wiggle their way out of problematic th areas. We're also talking about staff turnover. We're talking about the loss of staff. If you cost that, the cost is enormous. Mm -hmm. Now, you might ask, why do I start at that end? I start at that end because it, that end is an end that chief executives and directors of finance understand. And if you don't speak their language, you are, you've probably lost half your audience. Mm -hmm. But on top of that, we're also talking about humanity. We're talking about uh, people feeling that they're cared for. Mm -hmm. And surely that is important. Mm -hmm. That's the staff as well as the patients. It's the community. So I think this program is absolutely crucially important because what it's trying to address is something that has been swept under the carpet for, for decades. And at last, thank God, it's surfacing. And not only is it surfacing, but it's also surfacing with some ideas about how it might be addressed. Mm -hmm.